Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. You, you, two fans, what's up? What's up? This is the first podcast that we uh, we don't have football to talk about in months, right? Yeah, this is also the first podcast in which, well, first non-guest, I guess, podcast, we actually kind of have some kind of organization of what we're talking about <laughs> in a yeah. way. Like, usually we're just like, dude, Super Bowl. Yeah, all right. It's yeah. It's it's usually been pretty easy. We're in that that weird period of time where it's it's not as easy. It's uh, you got to really think about what's going on in the sports world. You got to dig a little deeper. I, I was just tired of like good ideas throughout the day, like coming to me and then just like not remembering them at all. When it comes to like, I keep thinking every time it's like falling the same or like cycle of thinking of something i was like man this idea is too good i'm not gonna forget it and i forget it and then yeah so i was like you know Would what it take you two years to figure that out this was this was i i responded <laughs> to this you sent me a bullet point list so it actually wrote down some topics throughout the day so here's the rundown for tonight's episode and you sent me seven bullet points and I was like, and my first response was, wow, who are you? Because what what came over you to do this? Well, I knew, you know, well, for, I knew since football's over, it's kind of like now is the time where we really have to, it's not easy to just get topics. Like, yeah. So I didn't feel like having the headache of like, man, what are we going to talk about? And whatnot, and I don't know. Just I love it though. I love it. Let's let's start with it, bro. I got to hear about this. So you got me at a place of bet on a sports game, not on not on like reality TV or one of those weird different kind of bets, like a true. It was the Cavs game. Yes. So wow. You know basketball too. Is she does she like basketball or football more? Or which one does she dislike less? It's a hard one. Um, I really don't know. It's typically basketball because basketball, I feel like, goes, there's more games, more commitment, goes for a longer period of time. I think she likes foot. I would say she likes football more. Maybe if we get her on the pod, you know, you could ask her that. You mm-hmm. know, that's Maybe a good question, question, actually. That's a good question. You should write it down. How about I, I put it down? I, I keep telling her, like, oh, we're going to have you on the pod. She's like, well, y'all need to give me questions ahead of time. I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> we're not going to give her questions ahead of time. She, she does know that, right? Yeah, I hope she does. But All right, I already forgot it. What, oh, what's her, which one she least likes? Basketball or, or football. Yeah, which one's her favorite, basketball or football? I think football. If I, if I had to say, I think football. I think overall of all the sports, I think she likes UFC. I think UFC is the one. Like if you gave her, if you told her she had to watch something with me, but she could pick whatever sport it is, it might be UFC. 
possibly. Um, is that a good sign? What? That that's the favorite sport. Is that like? So I was watching that, and I think I referenced this in the last podcast. The Andrew Schultz thing. Is she a serial killer, uh, like person? Like, does she like those those shows and whatnot? Yes and no. Um, because it's just bizarre that the only sport she likes is the most violent one. You know what I mean? Well, it's because Schultz it, has this joke about like girls who like serial killers. That's why they don't like football because it's not violent enough. So that's like the base of the joke. <laughs> I mean, it's just fighting is like it's it's very it's it's universal like you don't have to you know be acquainted with all the rules and stuff it's it's fighting like it, it's pretty yeah. cut and dry and also she says first of all the UFC does do a good job of like you know it's individuals so it's like they promote they're promoting the individuals and telling their story and stuff so it it, it gives her something to like oh like i re- Oh, like I like that guy, like uh, or that yeah. that girl or whatever, you know. Whereas, I mean, football, basketball, it's team sports, so they're usually not highlighting, giving you the backstory. Well, you gotta of get this. into golf. <laughs> yeah, got good, the luck Netflix good luck with that. Netflix series. Do they dropped eight episodes yesterday? I saw it on Netflix. So much willpower on my part that I'm proud to announce I did not start watching it yet because I know I'm going to wait for the weekend and I'll watch one and they'll be like, that was pretty good. I wonder what the second one looks like. And then I'll watch all eight. That's what's going to happen. That's how they get you. But yeah, I got her to place a bet. Mm. I don't know. I guess she must've been in a good mood. Um, I told her, how, you how know, much was it? Was it five bucks? How much was it? It was 15. 15 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, since the, the primetime game was the Cavs versus the Sixers last night, I told her like, all right, look at this, you know, you know, I kind of gave her the pointers on what all the odd stuff meant. And then I was like, what, just ask me whatever you want to know about the teams and I'll pull it up and give you the info you want slash need to make a decision. About 10 minutes later, all right, took the Cavs, Cavs money line. So she, oh. she really, like, she she thought about it. Like, did you ask her what her, like, logic was behind her decision? I mean, just. 10 minutes. I mean, that's, that's I mean, she didn't just, just pick. Just normal, normal stuff that you and I would probably, like, that I would probably deliberate when looking at what team to bet for when I haven't really been watching basketball. I was like, okay. But you didn't help her. Like, that was her decision alone. Like, she. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. I I wanted her. I wanted to see what, like, I let her pick. I already, you know, I had my picks in, man. I had my picks in. So I I just wanted to see where she goes. And so, you know, she's like, oh, so we're going to watch it now? And I'm like, I mean, that's kind of the point, you know? So she took Cleveland money line. And then also the game to go over 218 and a half points. Well, start watching the game and the Cavs are getting absolutely dog shitted on. I'm talking about like they did not fucking show up at all. I, I don't even know, dude. Just the Sixers were just running them out the building. And I was just like, damn. 
is this really how her first betting experience is gonna go? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe you bet regular season basketball. Like, not like the su- the Super Bowl was a couple days ago, and this was her first bet. I mean, come on, feels like a big, big missed opportunity there for a fun first bet, right? Because I feel like the first one is so important to like actually have you, you know, like well, you you want to win the first one because that'll bring you back. Well, the thing is, it's like the Super Bowl. You're going to be watching the Super Bowl regardless. But what's going to bring you in to watch the Cavs and 76ers on a Wednesday night? <laughs> Betting. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so, of course, Cavs are getting dog shitted on. And eventually, I was just like, it's not even worth watching. And I started watching, I put on the hockey game. Me, I went to shower and stuff. And then, it got towards the end of the game. I was like, you know what? Let me check on it. She gets out of the shower. Cavs are coming back. And I was like, oh, this is even worse. Now they're giving us the hope that they're actually going to come back and win this shit and make us think, like, get our hopes up, and which they did. They literally got within four points with, like, a minute left. Freaking Evan Mobley was right by the rim, missed the little hook shot. And, I mean... That was pretty much it. If he would have made that, it would have cut it down to two. They could have just played straight defense. Who knows what would happen after that. But he misses it. That's all she wrote. Cavs lost. I mean, she did hit the over. It did go over. 218 and a half. Hey, good for her. But she missed the, the money line. And so it was, it, it was kind of funny, you know, getting her to, to do that and whatnot. Was she pretty excited towards the end? Like, did she get... She get into it. I mean, <laughs> we both were on the same page of they're. I mean, they're they're within range. Like they can easily come back, but they're just not going to. <laughs> like it's just not gonna happen. It's just one of those things that's not gonna happen. You just know your luck isn't that good. They were down twenty eight points in the third quarter, bro. Like you're not gonna win this bet on some historic twenty eight point comeback. I mean, it would happen against the seventy sixers. That's why I didn't. Yeah. Totally put it past, but it just wasn't going to happen. Bummer. Well, as long as she had a good attitude about it, I just feel like your first bet is really important because that's like, you know, so that's for most people, they're not sure like if they like it or if they don't like it, you know, they're just going to try it. And so if you win the first one, like that obviously leans you more towards liking it. She, you don't, she just, you know? she just thought I would be mad at her. And I was like, I'm not mad at you. I mean, it's a bet, yeah. It's yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a bet. Like, that's a bet. If you take that's a stupid how, bet, then that's a different thing. I was like, I had a parlay. I made a parlay earlier in the morning of the Cavaliers money line and the Avalanche money line, and so I was like, I lost my parlay. So I mean, I was on the same boat as you before you even knew you were on the same boat. So, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's just, I'm just like, that's just how the game works, you know. The other night. I mean, I, I still can't believe this fucking happened. I think it was a night. So Monday night after I had a three, three leg parlay of just, uh, it was hockey. So I had like the hurricanes money line, somebody else. And then Winnipeg. So I had two, two, two of them won. So Winnipeg was the last leg. They were the last game. And so I'm watching it in bed. They tie up the game in the third period, three, three, or I mean, Two two, it was two two, and I'm sitting there just like my heart's like, 
Can't sleep. Like, Knees weak. I was like, bro, it's so close. Goes into overtime. I'm like, all right, bro. All right. Overtime still ends up in a tie. They go to a shootout, and I'm just like, oh, my God, bro. They really making me work. And they ended up winning, and I was like, fuck, yeah. Actually, I'm an idiot. That's not even the story I really wanted to tell. The one where I was, like, really ecstatic, where I, I couldn't know, believe. You were talking about, you said, the magical parlay that hit. I mean, the, the miracle. Yeah, yeah, the magical parlay that hit. That's, so, that's what it was. So, it was, no, that wasn't it. I what actually a, hit another. Tease. I, I, hit, I hit another parlay. That, that was the thing. I, I can't right, believe right. I hit another parlay. We're just, so, all right, so this is the real one. We're just, like, recanting all of the parlays you've won. No, this one's a real one. I don't know how that got mixed up, but this okay. is the real one. Right. So, it was just a two-leg. Uh, the first one won. The second one was the Ottawa Senators versus Calgary Flames. That's what it was. So the thing was, I didn't really watch that one. It was just kind of, I was just hoping it hit. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go into bed. I checked the score and it's Calgary. The Flames are winning 3-1 over the Senators. I picked the Senators. They're winning 3-1 over the Senators with five minute, less than five minutes left to go in the game. And I just, I get pissed because that was like, I was just like, bro, man, I lost all my bets today. What the fuck, dude? Like, you know, I just kind of, whatever, like, just go to sleep. It is what it is. I literally didn't check my DraftKings account until later than like the next evening. I didn't even look. I look up my DraftKings account. I look at my balance. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like that. That's more feeling. than I had. That's more than I had yesterday. I checked my bets, bro. They ended up coming back and winning in overtime, and I was just like, "What? What?" I was like, "Mia, Mia, I can't believe this shit." Like I thought they were done. Like I just checked the score, and it was five minutes left in the game. They were done. That was it. I accepted the defeat, and I actually ended up winning. And I didn't know about it till like literally the next evening. <laughs> Give you the golf clap. What you just the golf clap. Didn't didn't oh, hit my golf bet. We're, we're going through the 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 sports the the hockey sports bets. I didn't, I didn't I didn't when hit you the golf. These bets. Do you feel as much? Do you feel more like a degenerate every time? Like are you like slowly decomposing as you place these bets? These hockey bets on Wednesday nights and whatnot. Mm, depends on the day um it depends on what i'm actually betting on there's some bets where i'm just like dude you're a fucking degenerate why are you even like putting one that in my, my uh one of my brothers he will bet on like korean or whatever baseball over there i think it's korean baseball and he'll bet on uh horse races that are like taking place like you know every every tv is the horse racing channel you know, he'll just go to that channel and find a bookie for it or do something like that and bet on those. It's uh, it's it's a true uh, it, it's impressive. It really is. I think me uh, betting on this golf shit is that's where the degenerate starts coming in because mm. I know I know absolutely nothing. Game. And yeah, I didn't hit that bet from earlier. Well, oh, oh didn't? I didn't even I didn't even place the one that you I I sent you because it was like I really wanted your like your your knowledge on it but it was too uh, like they started so early it was like yeah. too late for me and, and so 
I I put I put another one in of like uh the birdies for Max Homa and Justin Day. Um Homa went over, Justin Day sucked. He sucked today, so yeah, you know, didn't hit I kinda, that. Yeah, I kind of felt that he's uh I don't pretend to know a ton about professional golf, but I've like watched it on and off enough to know like I know most of these players. Like Jason Day's been around a long time. So I feel he's, like he's a golfer. He's just not like a consistent like winner. I don't know. Like he's not really in the spotlight much. At least he isn't anymore. I feel like you underestimate your abilities because if you were to t- give me five five picks, I would not even question like half a second question you and just oh, put them in. Is that what you want me to do? You want me to pull up and see who's going to win this weekend? No, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I lost this. I lost this one, man. The one I wish you would have responded with, like, obviously I, I didn't realize this. I'm on Eastern time. So I'm like over here, I'm starting off my day. It's eight in the morning. I'm or seven 30 in the morning. I'm like texting. Hey bro. So, uh, they have a odds boost on uh tiger making the cut. Is tiger going to make the cut? And like, you texted me that this morning, and he balled out today, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. And I was just five fifty in the morning for me. That's uh, I'm not checking. Yeah, five fifty in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, when it, it showed know. me notifications or silence, I'm like, thank God. The last thing I knew is to wake him up with this bull. No, you, you wouldn't wake me up with that. That's you expect Tiger to make the cut. That's funny. Yeah, uh, man. I wish I would have put first, it first tournament in. I mean, what? Probably four months, like three, four months. I should have put it in. Why didn't I put it in? I wanted see that's that's where the degenerate the degenerate in me really wanted to just put it in, say fuck it. But the 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 sane part of me was like, no, wait for Alex to give you the four one one. Wait to see what he says. But then I think I distracted you with the other pick. Uh yeah, I'm trying to see when he last played. I don't even remember his last tournament. Let's see, that was this year, so. But he definitely made the cut this year, oh, so. He, he literally, yeah, bro, he, he just played in the majors last year, looks like. I mean, unless I'm missing something. Missing something? No, no, I'm not missing something. Yeah, he, I mean, last time he played was in July. So, like in a, in a tournament, according to ESPN here with the tournament results. So, yeah, dude, it's, it's been a little while since he's played in a tournament. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's been a while since he's played in the tournament, in a tournament. Uh, it's not a major. Uh, it's early in the season. I don't know. Like, if he is going to miss the cut, he's going to miss a cut on in a tournament like this, I think. I mean, but he, he, he he also did make a post and he was like I'm coming to this like it it was like a, a decent and, and it's the Genesis Invitational and the Genesis he was driving a Genesis when he got in the car wreck and his legs got broken or his his leg got shattered mm-hmm. so it's kind of like ironic where he's like I'm coming back and so I mean I don't know he it would be like him to make the cut but when you think about it it's like he's just it's been a long time since Wait, he's played competitive. Is it- isn't making the cut just getting past the first day, like today? Uh, no, you got to make it to the weekend. You play, you play tomorrow. Oh, I'm over here thinking he made the cut. No, I don't even know what the cut line is right now, but I just know he balled out today. Seven, seven under. I mean, cut line could be even. So, what's he at right now? 
Uh, he's sitting tiger, tiger, tiger. I know he had like at least three birdies. I think the thing I like about the the golf betting is the matchups, matchup betting. So like, you know, Rom versus Kent Cantley, who's gonna do better? You know, uh, yeah. him versus. Kim versus Ricky Fowler. Who's gonna Who's gonna win this round between those two? Yeah, it's it's really cool, man. That that um, documentary launched, and I'm excited to watch it. I think it's gonna be really good. I really enjoyed the the F1 documentary. Got me fully into that sport. So I'm excited for people to watch the full swing documentary on Netflix. Or whatever you would call it, I call it documentary, um, docu series, probably. It's like hard knocks, but it, it, I, I'm excited for it to have that same effect on people for golf that they'll start getting interested in watching golf because watching it is like you do. It's it is one of those sports I do believe that you have to play it to truly understand it. Like when you're watching it, like to appreciate it, because there's just they just do things that don't make sense. Like it, it's, it's like they can do things that it, it just, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's like watching. It, it's so similar to going and playing pickup basketball and like going out there and like shooting a three on the break or trying to go up for a layup, or like go for a block or something. And then like going and watching an NBA game, like in person and like comparing the two, like that's what, that's what you do as a golfer is you go play and then you watch the pros on TV because the pros on TV are just like, I don't know. It, it's like, it's relatable, but they just do things that are magical. I don't know. So uh, I have, I, I have a lot of appreciation for them. Just as, I was winning. As, huh? Who's going to win? This weekend? Yeah. Max Homa's got seven under right now. Colin Morikawa is in the hunt. I like him a lot. Rory's also in the hunt. He's at four under. Rory's not a bad bet. I don't know who the betting favorite is. Uh, the favorite right now is uh, John Rom. Oh yeah, he's at six under. John Rom's my favorite golfer on tour right now. I love, I love John Rom. So top top three is John Rom, Max Homa, and McElroy. Uh, right now, if I were to like. I don't know. I didn't really watch. Are these? Oh, these are the odds right here. Okay. Let's see. Alex's so, actual advice. Ooh. Take like a crazy. It looks like Rory's plus six fifty. Tied for yeah. seventh. That's pretty good. Colin Morikawa tied for fourth is plus nine hundred. Kind of interesting. He's a good golfer. Uh, I like Patrick Cantlay. At plus twenty two hundred, at tie for fourteenth, he's a good golfer. Do you feel? Do you feel like a? Is it more of like when when you when you think who when you have an idea of who's gonna win? Does it for you personally? Does it fare better when it's like a golf course that you've seen? I guess like one of the one of the the majors. Like obviously they play at that golf course every every year. So you're like like when the Masters come around, you're like, oh, I know this guy does well here at Augusta and you know, he should, you should expect him to have a, a, a big weekend. It, and it, But it's so different. Like in golf, the way I look at it is, so 
like in every sport, there's a certain amount of pressure when you reach the championship level. And this is why I think golf is one is, you know, one of the hardest sports. And if not, I mean, we've had this debate um, is because like the masters and those major tournaments, it's not only it takes a, a certain amount of wins and like just really a certain amount of wins and points to get there. Uh, on top of that, to compete, you're competing with the best. So if you win the Masters, you get an invitation every single year to come back. So Tiger Woods plays in the Masters essentially every year. But he never, like, but you have to qualify the players that haven't played in it or, I'm sorry, won it. I'm sorry, won it. Because, um, yeah, if you have it, you have to you have to qualify after a certain point. But if you win it, you don't have to qualify. You get a lifetime invitation. Um, so if you think about it, it's all the best players and you have to qualify to get there. And there's a lot of pressure built into it. And the way the course is designed, it's, it's just meant for a veteran to win on it. Like it takes a veteran to, to win at Augusta. I, I think like, it's not very often that you see a newer player win because it just takes nerves of steel, like on Saturday and Sunday, just the way the course is designed and like the pre it's just, I don't know. It's just Augusta dude. It's just, it's, it's one of those, it's like the super bowl of golf. So it's when it comes to a tournament like that in any tournament, like when I look at the Genesis, cause the Genesis is a, is a known tournament. Like you can just assume there's going to be top tier players and the top tier players are going to want to win. Like they're going to be, they're going to be the odds on favorites to win. And you just don't get a lot of no name players winning because in golf there's a lot of consistency built into the game and so if somebody's playing well or they're just generally just consistently good they're more than likely going to be in the hunt right that's like why rory and john rom and morikawa and all these guys are regularly in the hunt because they're consistently good so it's a good bet it's just whoever catches fire and that's whenever that is i'll just look at okay like how how have people played in the past at this tournament like you can go really in depth and look at the style of the course and like compare it to other styles of the course. I talked to you about the weather. Um, there's just there's a lot of factors involved, but it's for me a lot of it revolves around how you're playing at that time, like what player is playing well at that time. If they've played well at that course in the past, like somebody who's played gotten third, second, fifth, the last you know, three or four years is you know, and they've been playing well recently, like it's going to be a good bet for me because they have, you know, regular history at this course. They've been conditioned to it and they've got the hot streak going. So that's how I pick them uh, like winners in golf, but I'm not a golf better. So I don't, I don't really know, but I did pick Cam, uh, Cam Smith last year. I picked Cam Smith when the open, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I remember that. And that's why I was asking, <laughs> but he was just yeah. due. like some players are just due. I think. Like Rory is due for one this year, I think. He's gonna win one of them this year. So it's been a while. And like Justin Thomas is another one that's always kind of in the hunt. Like he's and he won the one of the majors last year. Yeah, he did. I don't remember which one. One of the ones that I bet on <laughs> degenerately betted on. But yeah, I was just go, uh I'm gonna go deep. I like Victor Hovland at twenty seven. He's a good golfer. I like him. Uh, nah, we're not going that deep because we're not. Yeah, honestly, eh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe since this weekend is All Star Weekend, I don't know. But bro, 
if there's a way to place a bet, like I would bet Scotty Scheffler, he's at 44. He's one under right now. Leaders at seven under. Like I would think he's going to be outside probably the top five. I think by the end of Sunday. And he's, he's, I think world number one golfer, but that would be, Scotty I would take Scotty Scheffler. Oh, I see him. Yeah, Wait, you think he's going to be in the top five or in the top ten? Be out of the top five. If there's a way to place a bet like that, yeah, you could put you could do a top ten. He's plus one sixty five to make the top won, ten. He won last week. Yeah, he won last week at the waste management or two weeks ago. See, now this is where I start being a degenerate because I'm like, mm, sounds like he can make his way into the top five. Uh, I think he's. I think he he's he's gonna be outside the top five. Um, bet bet bet. Well, there you go. There's my golf pointers. You get me in on this. Dude. I've never bet on golf, but I know once I start, dude, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> I know you could like, you could bet on golf through me. Oh, Let's do, uh, you want me to go through my learning phase with you as well? I'm like, oh, but, that, that cut of grass actually matters because these players play bad on that cut of grass. Or, oh, this conditioning isn't good. It's extra dry here. I didn't realize the altitude. They're going to drive the green much more, so there's going to be more birdies. Like, there's th- there's just so much shit like that, dude. That's why I asked you about the altitude. Because if you're talking about birdies, if the altitude is thinner, then they can hit the ball further so they can reach the green quicker. So, like, the, all that shit, that's like, it's such a different game, I feel like. But it, it leaves room for somebody who knows to take advantage of it. So I don't I don't claim to know. Mm. You know what I do know though? Mm. I watched so these new look Lakers um with their new new lineup after their trade, after they acquired D Russell, D D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Vanderbilt and uh, Beasley. I guess let's include Mo Bamba in there too. He's kind of like in there, but it's like he's not the the main. You know, yeah. oh, you like y'all got D'Angelo Bamba. Russell. Oh, y'all got Mo Bamba. Yeah, you got that one hit wonder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all had Sheck West. Sheck <laughs> West, that's right. But um, I I made an effort once I saw that they were starting um, to watch at least the first half and dude Lakers look good. They yeah, look fucking I good. I watched, I watched it too. I watched cause it, it came on. I turned on the TV and that was last night. Right. And they, they looked, would they go up like 24, four, something like that Four seventeen four, something like that in the first Right off the bat. They started was, off good. Yeah, they started off great. They look... I mean, when AD plays like that, it's all about if he's if he's healthy, man. I love... I think it's the nickname Skip Bayless gave him where it's always dinged or something. Always always dented, always damaged, something like yeah. that. It's, it's, I think it's perfect. It's kind of funny because uh, I was expecting Shannon to, uh, you know, do his thing this morning. But he was actually the calm one. Like, uh, it's only one game. I, I want to see like a few, a few more. Skip was like, 
oh my god they look so like skip was the one that was actually like all all in like hey like i really like this team they look they look great <laughs> which was pretty funny but i i mean it i was thinking this is the first quality team that lebron has had with the lakers since they won the chip mm. I feel like ever since ever since the chip, it kind of went downhill. And you're basically just shitting on Russell Westbrook. You know that, right? Because that's essentially was the big difference was that trade from. I mean, they lost Caruso and some other pieces, sure, but like that came along with the Russell. So you're just shitting on Russell Westbrook. I mean, which you're not wrong to do. You, you, you can. I didn't say that specifically, but you come up with your own conclusions from what I said. Am I like weaving a new narrative? Am I pushing a new narrative? Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> you're, you're clickbaiting yeah. my headline. <laughs> no, I don't disagree with you, though. I mean, the fact that Austin Reeves is now the second stringer is a huge step forward for them. I mean, and not, you know, a major rotational piece or a major piece in their offense. <laughs> The thing is, though, they have a solid starting lineup now. You know, Russell, Beasley, uh, James, Vanderbilt, and Davis. D'Lo and AD on that pick and roll, dude. Dude. Yeah. That's, something, that's something different. Um, they, and Vanderbilt plays good defense. I mean, and then the thing is, you go he to the bench. perimeter defense, dude. I was... I didn't watch and the thing is, much. the thing is too, the effort, the effort was there. There was effort all around. And then even when you go into the reserves, you got Troy Brown. I don't know who the hell Troy Brown was before last night, but he was balling. He was balling. I was like, damn, okay. And we all know what Dennis Schroeder could do. Rui Hachimura was like, I would, I'm not going to go as far as say nobody, but you know, you didn't really hear from him in Washington. And then he comes out over here in LA and he, well, he's he fucking, overseas. You know no, that he right? wasn't. Yeah, he was. He wasn't with Washington anymore. He left Washington and played overseas. No, bro. Because the freaking Lakers had to trade for him. I'm pretty sure they didn't send fucking Horton Tucker to the, you know, the Hong Kong Dragons. I don't know why that picture was going around <laughs> fake news. My bad. <laughs> you got ball sacked, bro. I, I did get balls That's exactly what that is, dude. But Dennis Schroeder, Achimura, <laughs> and then you got Reeves. Like, they have a solid, you know, those three guys are solid rotational players. Um, they can go get buckets. You know, you always got to have the white guy, the one white guy, Reeves. What about That's, Lonnie Walker? What do you, how do you feel about it? I mean... I, I I like him. I mean, he I like he. Him in San Antonio. I haven't watched him much at all, really. Anymore. Yeah, he he's been here or there with the Lakers, but I I wouldn't put him up there yet with the with the three rotational players I was talking about. But they got they certainly have some depth. I like I like their depth now, um, and it's just all about if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, man. Like that is such a key because you think about it, if Anthony Davis goes down next man up is Mo Bamba. I mean, that's, that is a massive step down. Like you don't, you don't really have 
in the rotational pieces are great, but they don't make up for Anthony Davis's difference. So he has to stay healthy. That's true. That's true. But, um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch the Lake show. Uh, you know, just excited to watch basketball in general. Too bad. It's going to be gone for a week before they start up again, but it's okay. That's why I watch hockey. Um, but I don't know why we've never done this before on Sliced Apples, but two fans, we're going to do an all-star draft. Alex and I will be drafting our all-star team. How about them apples? How about them apples? Yes, That's sir. I love that. <laughs> now, obviously one of us has to be Giannis, one of us has to be LeBron. You know, do you care you, about you being? Don't have, no, no worries. You don't have to get off your knees. I'll, I'll, I'll pick Giannis. You can. Okay, cool. cool. Okay, so they are like the unofficial first pick, I guess you could say, because you can't really. You know, they're they're the two drafting, so it's like you, you can't get LeBron and Giannis, or I can't get LeBron and Giannis. That's weird, but. All right, we got to pick off the same thing here because how we're gonna how we're gonna be able to keep track of this? We don't have Alejandro. This is crippling. How much I, I am. Him. Uh, first of all, I'm going. I'm just going off of the on the NBA. Do you have a list of the roster, All Star roster? I do. Is it is it we the old one? We can pick both East and West. Yeah, you could pick whoever you want. But do you have the ones? Because there's certain ones. Because I have the one, the OG one pulled up without the injuries, substitutions, and all that bullshit. Why don't you send it to me so I can have the same one? Uh, Come on, LeBron. Think with your head, man. You're supposed to have this great IQ. Uh, you you're going to bring to the draft, then you're going to get screwed. You know what I did? I did the classic prep for this, this Discord that, uh, that I did with most of my fantasy football drafts, which is, oh shit, 15 minutes, I need to do this. We also were working on, I was working on some technical difficulties for an hour before we started, so that kind of cut into my research time. So I was, I was going to be prepared, but in classic fantasy fashion, I was not. But Hold I on, know. I haven't... I haven't opened up Discord on my laptop in a while, so it has to install the 50 updates. The 50 updates? Oh, jeez. Yeah, because oh, I, I was like, that's the only way for me to really send you the link. It's not, it's not necessary. What the? this man work over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want that bullshit. All right, here we go. Oh, diddle diddle. <laughs> Dude, stop. I don't care about this shit. Leave me alone. Here we go. Whoa. Basketball. Basketball chat right here. Boom. Gotcha. All right, let's roll. Let's rock. Oh, perfect. Oh, this is this is the best. Yeah, I'm very glad you sent this is way better. Yeah, I was like, I need visual and all that. Yeah, this is way better. Okay. All right. So, 
How do we decide who who picks first? You want you want to do a coin toss, paper rock scissors through Discord? Uh, I don't got. I don't have a coin handy on me. Okay. Well, how about this? Why don't we use the confidence pool from the NFL here? I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I don't know where to dig that shit up from. Or how about the, the la- who won the last matchup of fantasy? Uh, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll I'll award you your first pick. I guess I was I was gonna say I got a toy right here, and I could just throw it, and you could just we could bet on who who gets to it first, <laughs> and that that decides who gets the first pick. All right, we're gonna assume that these players are at their peak. We are not going to. They're healthy. Yes. Okay. So obviously the, you got to start with the stars because those are the starters, and then you move on to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. For Team Giannis, because I am Giannis. If I was Giannis, cool. Team Giannis selects Kevin Durant. Obviously. Obviously, Kevin Durant, number one. I'll start the list. We're on the same I got. I, I already got a list. Um, I just need... Actually, if you could just keep track of who's been selected, and then I'll keep up with the, with the rosters. Gotcha. Um, for Team LeBron, my first pick. Uh, let's see. If I'm LeBron, I got LeBron already. Who do I want? Bro, this is the first pick. This one should be easy. This one should be easy. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Worried. There you go. Obviously, you take Steph Curry. Sorry I took LeBron. I mean, Kevin Durant from you. Kevin Durant's clearly the best pick. Mm, All right. I guess clearly. So I got two huge shooters. Well, one driver or another shooter. I think the obvious third selection for Team Giannis, very obviously, Luka Doncic. Luka. I think it's pretty hard to stop Luka, KD, and Giannis. Good luck. I mean, if you're gonna go that route, I didn't ideally think this would be my third pick or mm. second pick. I didn't think this would be my second pick, but because I see the way you're going, I'm gonna have to pick Jason Tatum. Mm. Got to, mm. got to, got to get some wing, wing defense on your boys. So, got to go, Jason Tatum. I can't believe you're allowing me to do this. This should truly be illegal. <laughs> the fourth pick for Team Giannis. Obviously, I'm going to take Kyrie Irving. Obviously. Because Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, and Giannis, dude. We're going to score 200 million points on you. Hmm. Team LeBron, we will pick Nikola Jokic Mm. for our third pick. Good pick. Good pick. And for your last starter, Team Giannis, Team Alex. Mm. Let's see. I've got arguably the greatest 
offensive threat ever in Kevin Durant. I've got the new age Kevin Durant slash Harden and Luka. I've got arguably the greatest ball handler ever in Kyrie Irving. And Giannis is the greatest at whatever you want to say. Giannis is the greatest at. So I might as well have the best college dunker of all time. I'm going to take Zion Williamson, obviously. Because that's just electric. I mean, the team is electric at that point. Yeah. And then obviously... It's not electric. You're going to see Kevin Durant throw a lob to Zion. I mean, that's... I mean, come on. I mean... But Kyrie Irving throwing a lob to Giannis. How about that? And obviously, I would have to take Donovan Mitchell as the last pick of the starters. Mm. So, all right. For you two fans... These are the starting lineups. Team Alex, you got Giannis. Well, let me start from the point guard. Let me go from, you know, guard to center. Mm. All right, so you got Kyrie Irving, Luka, Kevin Durant, Zion Williamson, and Giannis. I'm assuming you're putting them at the five, so. I might put them at the four. Just have Zion sit under the basket and catch rebounds. Oh, yeah, because that's what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Team David, I got Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, LeBron, James, and Nikola Jokic. I mean, I don't know how you're stopping my team, bro. I really don't. Um, your team on paper, your your team on paper, (laughs) your team on paper is good and all, but my team actually gets it done everywhere. That's. I'm glad there's no way for us to really test that. I mean, we could run NBA, we could run 2K Sims, (laughs) 2K simulations. But I'm glad you're saying reality, this team I'm picking would do great. It's like, obviously this team would, I don't need to stop you. I can't stop LeBron James, Jason Tatum, and Steph. I can stop Donovan Mitchell and Nikola Jokic. I mean, probably not Nikola because I don't have a big man. So just Donovan Mitchell, even though Donovan did put up 70. So we'll see. Mm. But I just need to outscore you, which is not a problem. Okay. All right. Now, to the reserves. The floor is yours, Alex. Okay. Well, the people that didn't make the starting lineups, they got snubbed and are sitting here for Alex to pick with the first pick. What goes better with Kyrie, Luca, Katie, Giannis? Oh, my God. You have to say the whole lineup. Then Joel Embiid. Obviously, I'm going to take Joel Embiid at the five. Well, mainly because you need a a five. So nasty because the sixth man is Zion. I mean, he can't be a sixth man, but in my game, he would be the sixth man. And Joel Mm. would be starting. Come Mm. on. That's that's unstoppable. Mm. Now I've got defense. I mean, if you want to call it that, but, but I, so Joel Embiid, 
these this is where the decisions start getting like real real tough here. Um, but I'm 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 gonna go with my boy. It's Dame time. Damian Lillard. Okay. He's gonna be my first my sixth man. How about them apples? All right. I think to follow that up, it's this is a fan favorite for Alex. I'm gonna take John Morant. I think John Morant is electric. Yeah, I Zion Williamson, John Morant. I mean, Rim does not stand a chance. <laughs> oh, the rim does not stand a chance. Yeah, with all them bricks you you aren't gonna be in. <laughs> oh, Matt Zion's gonna get up there and yam it in. Womp. Brick. Womp. Brick. Um, yeah, all right. So shooting jumpers. So I don't know. <laughs> For my next pick, you know, you got I, I, I gotta go with the a wing. And I'm gonna go with Paul George, PG thirteen. Mm. What did you call him? What's what's PG, his name? PG thirteen or what's his, uh, the what's his nickname? Huh? Uh, the playoff P, <laughs> playoff P, playoff P. or playoff uh, P. pandemic pandemic P. Pandemic P. All right, I've got. One, two, three guards, and three forwards. Four, four forwards. Apologies. My, what is this, eighth pick? Eighth pick? Mar DeRozan. That's pretty easy. Mar DeRozan? Mar DeRozan, dude. Revival mm. in Chicago. No wonder, no wonder you suck at fantasy, bro. There's so much value on this board, and you're over here getting DeMar DeRozan. Love DeMar DeRozan. Got fan value. Fan value, okay. He can sell tickets. Anywho. Um, so... Plus, I'm not taking the second best option on a team. Jalen Brown. Why would I take the second best option on a team? I know that's who you're going to take. That's not who I'm going to take. DeMar DeRozan is the second best option on his team. What do you mean? He's in the All-Star game. He's the only one on the team that's in the All-Star game. Hey, bro. Just because the people don't know about Zach Levine doesn't mean that DeMar DeRozan (laughs) is the best player on his team. Which, side, small side note, I, I'm now learning never bet on NBA right before the All-Star break. <laughs> Giannis literally only played nine minutes. Like, I put in a bet for him and Zach Levine to go over, like, total combined points, like 63 and a half. <laughs> LeBron, Giannis has only played nine minutes. He has two points. That's great. Who's your next pick? My I'm next pick. My player. Uh, my next pick. I'm going with the with the young gun. I'm gonna go with Shy Gilgis Alexander SGA. Mm. I like SGA. Good pick. 
Hmm. You know what? I like what that boy Julius Randle's doing up there in New York. Hmm. I like that man Julius Randle. Give me Julius Randle. Dang, that rim really gonna be boink. Got the greatest starting lineup ever. Shooting wise. Ever. Hmm. You have an okay starting lineup, bro. <laughs> Just pick. You're wrong. Just pick. We'll run 2K Sims and my team will destroy yours. It'll be Just fun if we could we could like <laughs> 2K this bitch. Like we just set it, we up. Play... Set it up. Let's fucking we... pick them. Let's go. We'll run the 2K Sims. Um for my next pick. Team David selects Bam Adebayo out of mm. Miami Heat. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I know. Now you're now you're trembling. You're like shit. I'm kind of screwed here. I'm a little top heavy. I think it's pretty obvious. The only option on the board left. Jalen Brown. Dude, you and the second best player on teams, bro. <laughs> but it's all right. I mean, in the in our team, you're the second best. So I mean right. makes sense. Keep going. Just pick. All right. You don't even know the rest of these players. I actually do. And I feel like it's that time to take the white boy. I'm going to go with DeMontis Sabonis with my next pick. There's, there's two white boys. I know. <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis. All right, this man taking a Kings player. But I got I to gotta take the one on my one for the one allotted slot for my team. Oh, so we have to take a token white guy. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it, that's the recipe for any great team, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, you look at all the great teams in the past. You know, 2020 Lakers. They had Alex Caruso. Okay. Uh, the Bucks. They had a uh, Connaughton, Pat yeah. Connaughton. Okay. Um, Keep going. Where are we at? Uh, the Suns when they made it to the finals against the. Bucks, they had a uh, Dario Saric. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Who won, who won the finals last year? Oh, uh, I mean, the fucking Warriors. You could combine Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. That's one half and half. That's one white guy. So, yeah. um, let's see who they play. Celtics. I mean, they had that little short guy. Fuck, I'm forgetting his name. The point guard. You know who I'm talking about, though, from the Celtics. I'm just glad right? you're not saying Steve Kerr. Like, um, let's keep going. I'm gonna take uh, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson's love me. About time you get some defense, cheese. Jaron Jackson Jr. Bro, it's the All Star game. I don't need defense to beat you. I just score more points. You do need defense. This might be the All Star draft, but this isn't like we're playing the All Star game. We're playing a hard fought. NBA final style game here. 
the sim isn't going to be like, oh, this is an all-star game, so everybody just run laps. No, nah, that's not how this works. Are you like taking why then why did you take PG thirteen? Why'd you take playoff P if you're gonna if you're talking about it being the finals? Don't hey, it's play, it's play, like, the finals the finals aren't the playoffs. Shut the fuck up. Take <laughs> your damn player. Uh so for my next pick, I think we only have who's on the board. I think it's just Tyrese, Drew, and Markinen, if I'm correct. And I am taking Tyrese Halliburton. Mm. Well, as you said, I do probably have to take a token white guy, huh? Wait, there's somebody else. Is this not even? One, two, three, four, five, six. As uh, unless I just missed somebody, I got uh, more players than you. No, because I got the first pick, that's why it goes this way. Oh, wait, Tyrese. Oh, and you're taking Laurie, and then I get Drew. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Dang, that's a steal. I get. Fucking hard nosed defense. I could just fucking shut down. I could shut down Kyrie that easily. Bet. All right. So the bench for me Joel Embiid, Ja Morant, DeMar DeRozan, Julius Randle, and then rotational Jalen Brown. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Lori Markinen. Nasty. I mean, Team David has Dame Time Lillard, PG 13, Paul George, Whoa. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Bam Adebayo, DeMontis Sabonis, Tyrese Halliburton, and Drew Holiday. Dude, my team is deep. Yours, one dimensional. One dimensional. <laughs> One dimensional. You're right. I do have a lot of rim rockers here. This is it's not a joke around, dude. We are we are go out to destroy that basket. We my team is so all around, so balanced. It's stupid. It's yeah, stupid. It's, flat. it's boring. Mine's explosive. Mine sells big. <laughs> Mine wins game. Mine wins championships. Yours doesn't win championships. You're just flat and boring. No, it wins championships. Teams. Script writes for explosive teams. Because last time I checked, when was Jaron Jackson Jr. explosive? When was Laurie Markinen explosive? DeMar DeRozan just shoots when mid-range. Was Tyrese Halliburton ever explosive? This year. <laughs> Maybe if you actually watched a game. Yeah, stocked up. Okay. Maybe, Maybe if you, you actually watch, watch the Pacers every now and then. <laughs> if you fucking cough up the league pass money, you would see that Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> is doing right. these boys up. He's a baller. He's out there. Like you know, you know what people think of Malcolm Malcolm Brogdon? Tyrese Halliburton is that, but better. This is hilarious. 
Well, hopefully they uh, they improved. Did they? Did we talk about the Pro Bowl games? We never talked about the Pro Bowl games. Did they ever? What did you think about that? Did you watch that? The Pro Bowl NFL. Are you, are you really like? Well, because it's it's, the, it's, it's understandable it's, if you like go back in time for something that's actually good. No, I just. But no, you're, no. you're going back in time for something that like Pro okay, Pro Bowl that, games. That tells, me, that tells me what you what you thought about. I said like, I was gonna say, well, at least we can watch the All Star game, and then I thought I was like, well, typically it's kind of boring. Like, well, the All Star like break well, is generally boring, and then I was like, well, they changed the Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl was like, meh. I mean. <laughs> Nah. I didn't even like blink. ESPN said the Pro Bowl is on now, and I didn't even blink an eye. I just swiped, closed it. <laughs> like, it was on get when off we my when we got back, so we put it on. It was, uh, I mean, it was just something to put on. It was just sports, you know, middle of the week sports or whatever, late in the week sports. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, but the All Star game is actually gonna be interesting, which I'm excited for. So. I think there's a lot of injuries though, so I don't know how interesting yeah, it really is gonna be. KD's out, um, Steph's out. Honestly, LeBron, there's some lingering with LeBron, so I'd be very surprised if he even plays. His foot, right? Yeah. Let's uh, see who, who else on here is out. Uh, some other people. I think Joel Embiid might not play. There's a. He's been talking about there's something wrong with him. But it is what it is. My team's still better. No, it isn't. Hashtag Team David. All around. Start a movement. Start a movement, yep. But, yeah, man, all-star break. You know, getting closer to playoffs and whatnot. I wanted to ask you, uh, because as a casual, I wanted to see what, what your thoughts were on this. So, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Ultimate Fighter. Mm. Um, are you familiar with it at all? I am. Okay. So for this season of the ultimate fighter, I don't know how the fuck Dana White pulled this off, but Conor McGregor will be coaching against Michael Chandler. I did see that. Yeah. Which means at the end, uh, usually at the end of the season, like once the season finishes up, then they fight each other. So McGregor and Chandler will be fighting Probably around September. Oh. Yeah, so the coaches always end up fighting each other at the end of the season. Oh, okay. I didn't. I think I knew that, but I didn't piece that together. Yeah. So I think the big thing was, I think since Dana was able to get McGregor on there, the Ultimate Fighter usually would air on ESPN Plus Tuesday nights. It'll be like, whatever. It's been kind of like dragging down past couple years just because it's all about the coaches. Like you need to have good fighters as coaches to really like last year it was uh Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunez. It's like Amanda like, Nunez is a fucking badass though. Yeah, but like it she's a badass, but she's a badass too, from what I understand. She's annoying. Um <laughs> It's 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 not the same. Like, yeah, they're badasses, and like you don't mind seeing watching them fight. But like, on, you're, you're talking about a season in which like this goes on. I think it's going to air from like May all the way to August. Like, this is every week for months. You're tuning in to watch these people. Like, mm. you need somebody like a fucking Conor McGregor mm. to really 
do his thing and you're just like dude i love it yes um but so i guess since he was able to get mcgregor to do it um it's now going to be airing every tuesday on espn like espn will be airing it every tuesday evening and i'm just like oh shit that man's a deal closer. I love Dana White. And, and and I know that's why he need like he needed McGregor to get on there because I'm pretty sure he in order for him to convince ESPN to put it yeah, on, on Yeah, it was like I can get you McGregor. Like it's like, hell, if you give me McGregor, shit. Fuck yeah, you could have that slot. You can have any slot you want. Um Well, it also helps that you know he puts it on ESPN and then I don't know how they work. Deal wise, I, I know it's through ESPN Plus. You pay for the pay per view or something like that, right? So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely tied into if they fight at the end of the season, the end of the show. You got to think that the polling McGregor, obviously, they're incentivized to uh, to have it on ESPN because of the fight at the end and the sh- and you know the fact that they can market it essentially on their own platform for mm-hmm. months um is is great for them espn yeah i mean i i just can't believe it's i mean shit i i I didn't think mcgregor was ever gonna fight again i'm like bro this dude has been mia for the past since he broke his leg oh i mean he's been doing his acting stuff i don't even think he's in the usada testing pool like he pulled himself out um to get drug tested like randomly drug tested roided up right now dude and the thing is if whenever he puts himself back in he has to be on on the usada testing pool for six months before he can fight and like if you do the math if he puts himself back in right now should be good time six months that's in august but if it keeps getting delayed you know now now you're kind of pushing the envelope a little bit because i mean i expect him to fight in september because the season ends kind of like mid to late august so I would expect them to be the September pay-per-view. Can't push it back any longer. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I mean, they'll they'll do whatever for Connor at this point, right? I mean, they'll they'll move the whole day, the whole premiere of the show for him if they have to. It's true. He posted he posted today. It was pretty G shit. He posted him and the whole family, a bunch of pictures of him and the family on the fucking PJ. Uh, he's like on the way to Vegas to to coach these up and coming fighters, and it's pretty cool because they're doing this year. They're doing like a, they're doing a mix of like newcomers, like people trying to get their shot in the UFC versus guys that are trying to get back into the UFC. So they got cut or something, and they're trying to get back into the UFC. Do you watch the- it every year or like every season? I try to, I try, I try to as much as like, like I said, like last year, like, do they put it anywhere? Like after the ESPN plus ESPN plus Um, it's all on ESPN plus. Um, but yeah, I was kind of curious, like, since you're, you know, casual, like, is that something, especially with it being on ESPN, like the main channel Tuesday evening, is that something like, if you're just like bored on a, I'm fucking right, mate. <laughs> dude, like, listen to that fucking bloody guy talk, dude. I love that. I love Conor McGregor. He's awesome. And the thing yeah. is, too, I, I really like Michael Chandler, and I feel like it's going to be a good spot for him to 
to show his himself too. Michael Chandler's a he's a good guy. He's a funny guy, and I, I already know like because he's like one of those kind of cliche, you know. Hey, you you work hard. If you ever watch his freaking you know film when they're promoting him and his fight and stuff, it's like I tell my son every day, you just got to work hard, son. And and if you work hard, then then you know no one could ever take that away from you. Like one of those just cliche. You know, just dads, I guess you could say. And I honestly, I love it, but it's funny because I can tell that Connor might fucking start poking at him because it might start getting annoying after a while. And that's yeah, when it's that, and that's when it's going to get funny. But yeah, I was well, kind of Connor's going to poke at him. You know, it's like that's that's like that's the whole thing. Like that's like, that's his thing. <laughs> Dude. And then the clips that are going to come like, just like Twitter clips and stuff. It's going to be insane. Yeah, dude. I mean, he destroyed, uh, he destroyed, uh, uh, Draymond green with just that one Instagram post where he was wearing oh, the jersey. Dude, dude, dude that I was... don't know who you are, mate. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so, I expect him to do nasty things when he's on national television once a week for three months, yeah, he's gonna ruin him. It's gonna be hilarious. It'd be he's great. I, and I was listening to Ari Hawani's show, and one of the guys on the show made a good point in that this is perfect for McGregor's comeback because he hasn't fought in so long. People are kind of questioning. Yeah, obviously he's Conor McGregor. If you put him in a pay per view, you know he's gonna sell shit ton, whatever. But at the same time, he's been gone for so long, it's kind of like people are questioning, you know, are you really serious about this fighting thing? You know, you're so rich, you made so much money. And it's nice that we're going to be able to see him for three months in a fighting environment, see what, you know, how really how committed he is Mm -hmm. to, to his craft and whatnot. And once he shows that, it'll get people even more interested. And honestly, I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised if it all goes well, man, this might, might be close to touching his, uh, the pay-per-view record of, um, Habib and Connor from 2018. Yeah. I mean, you'll, Dana's going to play it perfectly hoping that the pieces align, right? That's cause that's what he's trying to do. Like that's, that's why you put it on ESPN. That's why. Cause it could be one of those, you know, viewing events. Yeah. He, uh, the thing is, too, this year is the UFC's 30th year, like their 30th anniversary. Yeah. So I guess they're trying to go big. Like it's the 30th year. We're going to go big. You know, that's why they got the John Jones fight next month. John Jones finally coming back and shit. And yeah, all these fights they have are literally so far as insane. These cards, they're, Posting it, putting together, but I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm in it for now, but then next year I'm like, damn, who y'all gonna have fight next year? <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna be a really good show, though. I'm excited for it. So, oh man, yeah. first show without football, it's always hard, man. It's always hard the very first couple. It's like getting back adjusted to not having football to talk about. Wait until Monday. Talk about football all year long. Those people are crazy. Though. No, I, I'm, I, I need, I need a break from football. I need to. 
or just in that morning period where it's like, damn, it sucks. There's no football. <laughs> I'm, I'm in fine. that morning period because I got damn, basketball, I got hockey, I got I got plenty of other sports to keep me occupied. Yeah. I would say this is more exciting than football season. It's too late for a hot take like that. Too fancy <laughs> on finals. That's how Devil's Pod. That's how Devil's Podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday. Coming at you. And uh, we'll see you next time.